Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I am your host, Renee Marcoux, a life success coach, yoga instructor, founder of the Namaste Academy, leader of the Namaste Podcast Tribe, and professional singer. Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm so excited that you have taken time out of your day to share your energy with us on this podcast. So welcome to the next episode. As you can see, I have an amazing guest here for you. Yes, he is. You may already recognize him. He's well known as DJ Shine and his real name is Jeff Mader. Thank you so much for coming to the show and being here with us and oh sharing gosh. your light and your energy. We've got a lot to talk about. It's an absolute pleasure, Renee. I'm so stoked yeah. that I could join you. I'm all pumped yeah. up, ready to, yeah. ready to bring the good to the world, you know? Yes, thank you so much. And already in our little intro talk that we had right before filming, we've already got into so much of the good vibrational talk and conversation that we've been having already. So let's bring all of the viewers in where we left off. So um, so first, first and foremost, tell us about yourself. Let us know what you do, how you show up for the world. Uh, we know it's music. And it's my true love of life. <laughs> well, I knew, especially being able to do this with you, it would uh, resonate on a different level, right? Yeah. We're yes. being cre creative, being yes. artists of some sort. I feel like, you know, there's there's a unique wavelength that we exist upon. So I, 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 I knew it was going to be a fun conversation. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been a DJ for a lot longer than I haven't been in the scope of the entirety of life. So it really defines who I who I am, who I've always been. Um, you know, specifically, we we help transform wedding celebrations into something that you know people will uh, be able to look back on for hopefully decades and centuries with fond memories. So yeah, I'm a party rocker, but I'm a life liver, and you know, I really like to be able to you know, just make smiles, really. Yes, oh, that's the best. And what better way to do it than music? I mean, really, it's, music is like, there's so many levels to it, right? Like we can hear a song, we can like it, we can resonate with lyrics, we can um, like truly encompass the emotion behind songs, right? Because the songwriters, the singers, we're all, we're all storytellers, we're all sharing, right? And that's one thing for me is why I really loved getting into the music industry because I knew that with music, there was a way to help people heal. And that's what it always was for me. So like I wrote songs that would help people heal, but I also loved writing songs like that you would play at a club or that like you would play yeah. at a party, like where everybody's all like hyped up, right? Because that also evokes emotion too, which is like that higher vibrational energy I like to relate to as joy. Um, so it's just, it's such a cool, cool position that you're in to be a DJ and to share music with people. And like, I'm curious if you wouldn't mind to share, like, what was it for you that got you into being a DJ or even picking a career that involved music? Sure. You know, I always remember as a young guy, you know, my my mother kind of cultivating my love and passion for music as a fan early on, right? Always yeah. had cassettes, always had the yeah. little CD booklet full up, awesome. always encouraged me to, you know, use that as uh, an outlet, right? To tangent yeah. for a second, I, I always thought music, despite it maybe 
it may not make sense, but, but, but hear me out. Music can kind of squash the noise, mm. right? So if there's a lot of energy that's happening around you, like a song, like you said, you can like hone in on a particular emotion. It kind of like squashes the noise, even though it's mm. noise, right? But it like, it kind of calms all that out and you can kind of hone in on whatever it is you wanted to feel, whether you wanted to turn up, whether you wanted to be sad, whether you're wanting to be excited or hopeful. Um, and so for me, I'm an only child. So that was always a space where I could like connect with storytelling in a song or whatever. And, uh, you know, as I got older, I grew up in the city. So it was like hip hop music and the DJ being the backbone. I was always intrigued by that. And yeah, kind of, you know, uh, worked hard to get some equipment and, and, and I dedicated myself to learning the, the, the craft just, just for me. You know, I, I would spend hours upon hours in my basement. Nobody else knew that I had this equipment. So I was like fueling my soul. And once I knew I could like do that adequately, appropriately, then it was like, I think other people would like this. And I think I could be able to share this with, you know, the masses. Yes. Yes. You know, fortunately, it's translated to them enjoying it too and taking yep. part in this journey. But it's a great kind of dual balance where it helps me, and I'm I, I, the proof's in the pudding. But I'm I'm hopeful it helps others too. Yeah. Oh, for sure, it definitely helps others. I know for sure. Um, and when you said you grew up in the city, uh, where where what city did you grow up? By the way. So I grew up in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Okay, cool. So like a little north of Boston for the people who are, are out of the country. Um, That's correct. But yeah. That's correct. Okay, awesome. Small so city, uh, jam-packed population, um, heavy Latino influence, so rhythms and dance and music from the cars was always just a part of the landscape. Yeah. And, you know, I let's be real, you know, I would do pretty much anything in eighth grade to be cool. Oh that my was God. what it was about. <laughs> yes. Let's be cool. Yes. And couldn't sing, not nearly as lovely as you. I couldn't, couldn't really, you know, not the dancing type, uh, you know, and this was my, I was like, oh, I, this is something I can do. I always took music lessons growing up, took some piano, you know, oh, always oh, was I kind of that. involved in like trying to, do something musically, but it never really resonated the same way as being able to play this song on the radio that I loved or, yeah. you know, was learning Beethoven. That wasn't my thing. Yes, yes. And I, I'm with you on certain things. There were certain things with me with music that I was certain people or like mentors in the in the industry that were like, no, I want you to go in this direction. I'm like my heart's in this direction. So it yeah. really, it really is true. You have to like feel what feels good and what feels right for you. And like DJing started so young for you that you already started cultivating this skill that you, how young did you say you were? Yeah, so like I bought my first set of turntables with like some eighth grade graduation money. So I, might, oh I was like 13, 13 years old. And Gosh. yeah, there was really... It was just my, you know, just me. Newberry Comics, a store here in the Northeast, I don't, you know, uh, was a great space to go and buy vinyl records because I do feel very fortunate. My exposure and getting started in the DJing uh, world was before the big technology boom. So a lot of what I had to learn was self-taught. And as you know, when you do something and you get your hands dirty a little bit, 
the appreciation level is intensified. The, 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 the passion that's cultivated is maximized because mm -hmm. there wasn't these things like kind of giving me shortcuts. There was no easy way. Right, right. It was about really doing it. And now, you know, we can be benefactors of those technological advances. Yes. But it's already in, it's already ingrained in, in inside, you know, yeah. you can't. And so I like, I'm very fortunate. It's a, it was a good time for me. It was a good time. Yeah. And I, I totally resonate with that too. Like, um, when I first started recording my vocals, like there were companies, production companies I was working with that wanted to throw certain sounds on my voice. And I was like, no, keep it like, keep it me, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, as time has gone on, gosh, that's over 15 years ago when I started in the industry, the, the sounds are also different and like the microphones and the studios. And it's amazing the opportunities we have with technology to be able to even record from where I am, I don't, you, I'm sure you're recording from where you are, and we'll get into that soon, but like to be able to have that is such an amazing opportunity, but at the same time, it's so great to know like where we started was like back in the day, like yes. before all this shortcut. I was gonna say easy, yeah. but it's the shortcut before the shortcuts came in and made it like perfected things. Like there's nothing more than I love in music than hearing songs from like the 50s and the 60s where like all the bands had to be so like on point and you hear like those little like clips of like the rock music. Some things like a little off, but it's like so yeah. fresh. And there I like pray for a day like that to come back. I don't know if it ever will, but just to have that experience. You you know? the, the small imperfections are what make it perfect. You exactly. know what I mean? Yes. Those little pieces that, you know, that they're, they're interesting, you know, you can't deny that. Uh, but again, you know, maybe circle back. It forces some creativity, right? So we have all these tools at our access. And I'm not saying like purposefully sing the wrong note or purposefully miss uh, a snare clap that I'm trying to match, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but I am always in tune with being in the moment so if that moment causes if you're doing a vocal take and there's emotion and your voice cracks or strains because of where you are in that moment that's meant to be yeah don't do it don't do it over yes don't do it over yeah and i i use this anecdote whether i'm performing at a wedding or given this the state of the, the country the world right now being close to home you know we've been utilizing online performances a lot yes, right yes it's, yes it's been a great outlet but at the end of the day we're all human so if if if, if, a, if a mix doesn't go the way i would like or whatnot there's no redo it happened it yeah. happened yeah and my and I, and I always like to make sure that people know that i know that i'm not embarrassed by that and my little thing is like that's how you know it's live baby that's yeah. how you know it's live I love that. Yes. That's how you know I'm not one of these DJs with a pre-recorded set that's just yeah. trying to be pristine. It's not yeah. about that. Yeah. It's about being in the moment, feeling what yeah. you feel, and you know, hopefully yeah. your training is the muscle memory to just make it good. But yeah. hey, you know, yes. I'd be to air is human, so it's like don't expect a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. And that's like the same with me with performing on stage, like if certain dance moves are off or like, you know, an instrumental on the stage, something's off or like whatever. It's like this 
is creation. Like we get to create in the moment and that's what's so cool about live stuff. So like share with everybody, if you don't mind, like what you've been doing um, to be able to express your talent and your need for doing what you do um, through the COVID quarantine situation. Sure, yeah, I mean, as soon as we really had a lay of the land where a lot of our couples, understandably so, were doing the smart thing and postponing their events, postponing, mm-hmm. pushing to a safer time yeah. where you know they knew they could have the event that they've always been dreaming of. We were left kind of like, well, what do we do here? How? Yes. We, we, we don't want to fade into, into nothingness. We still mm-hmm. want to be, you know, we still want to be someone that, you know, you could turn to to escape right? I mean, at the end of the day, we were all stressed. We were all worried. We didn't know what was going on and what was going to happen. How could we take five to 10 minutes and enjoy life for a second? The noise, right? How do we squash the noise? And fortunately, so here's a benefit of technology, Mm. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, these social media channels um, have at least opened the door for our ability to perform yeah. live, give us, yeah. give us, giving us the chance to do what we do. Granted, I'm in my living room and my four-year-old's asleep upstairs. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of, it's a unique uh, obstacle to overcome, but yeah. you know, you get kind of that live feedback from people adding comments and, mm. you know, showing love and sending DMs. I, I, I get countless DMs from any, all walks of life who were just like, that was some, that was great. It gave me, a, I needed that today. Mm. I needed that today. Today was stressful. You know, people are working from home. Maybe their kids are home and, you know, they're just, there's a lot of noise. So yeah. being able to jump on these platforms, be able to do our thing um, has been a blessing. It's yeah. really been, been awesome. Now there's a whole tangent we could talk about regarding this makes sense, right? Like bringing joy to the world, bringing smiles to people's face. I hope they're clearing some room in their living room so they can have a dance party yes. in the house. That's yes. my hope. Yes, yes. You Same. know, there, there's some legalities around that, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, you, you, we, we've found an avenue that allows us unbridled access to people that want to have a good time. We'll never get kicked off or anything like that. We're able to do our thing and bring the smiles. Um, you know, so at the end of the day, um, we're very fortunate that we live in such an advanced technical technological age that we have an outlet still, at least we have an outlet still. Yes. Yes, definitely. I, um, like I was so interested to see how our industry music, how things were going to unfold during this time and of like things being like so uncertain of like, when are, is life going to come back on? When are the venue is going to be opening, you know, all these things, when are people going to be planning their next wedding, right? Now that they've had to postpone and all that. And, and so much of it is so interesting to me, the way that it has unfolded. And I, I talked to a friend of mine, cause I, I'm also a life coach. So I've been able to continue my work during this time. Thank God. But the music part obviously had, slowed down for me because I'm not out there performing, you know, like yourself. And so I was so interested to see like how the artists 
were going to do what they could do during this time. And my heart was going out to a lot of my friends who didn't, who are in the industry, didn't have other incomes or other, you know, opportunities to share. And then I started scrolling, you know, after a few weeks and seeing that people were doing live performances, like at their computer and like all that stuff. And it's super cool. And I actually never even ended up taking advantage of that opportunity, which is, I could still tomorrow, right? Because it's never going to end. That's another new pathway to be able to express music now, right? Um, so I think it, there's so many like gifts within it all. And my, my question for you is like, how do you feel that the connection to people and um, because you're a DJ, right? So you're, you are used to being around crowds, right? In your space, in your like workspace, your total alignment, your inner being, like the crowd. So like, what have you done personally to be able to connect with other people? Like, even if it's through DJing in this new form right now? Sure. I mean, for me, I am definitely an extrovert. It requires others fuel me. That's just how it's been. You know, I've always, I've always been, it's cool, right? Because being an only child, I've learned how to self-soothe. I've learned how to be independent. Mm -hmm. So there's this, this great balance because I can be alone and be okay. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to, if I'm going to be candid with you, it's opportunities like this to speak with you um, Mm -hmm. that, that kind of give a a jolt, a re-energization. I may have made that up, but you know, a a boost um, to, to my spirit. And, and it's what can now fuel the rest of my day, the rest of my week. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, it's been important to, um, aside from DJing, right? So I run ECF Entertainment, which is more than just me, my business partner, my team of DJs, uh, you know, uh, other talented wedding professionals. It was important to me to establish, all right, team, we're going to do and utilize Zoom sessions. I want to still see your faces every, you know, once a month, bi-weekly, whatever it may be. I want to establish our, um, you know, a, a deeper root with our private Facebook group where we can share information back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be educational or, or informative, something that's like a new, um, whether it be news related to COVID mm-hmm. and what's happening or mm-hmm. news about new equipment coming out, yeah. utilizing what we could to stay safe. Right. Cause I believe that, you know, we, we all have to do our part mm-hmm. and, but, but to also remain as connected as ever because we can't just trust that on Friday, Friday night, we can all have some dinner together and do this. Okay. So we have to put energy and effort into utilizing what's accessible to us to be able to kind of scratch that itch, that need to be connected with one another. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I think it's important. Uh, I've also been able to in, enjoy the, the company of like, uh, uh, business related groups, right? So like a, a chamber, a chamber of commerce, okay. where it's a diverse group of professionals, not just in this industry. And uh-huh. we get to spend an hour every week and talk about our challenges and talk about our successes and how we've been able to help one another. Mm-hmm. And that, albeit never 100% close to the real thing is, is damn close and yeah. it helps. Yeah. So, you know, trying to find those outlets, right? 
yeah. I think is key, especially if you are extroverted like I am. It's like you can't you can't just hunker down. You can't yeah. just pull the blinds and not let the sunlight in. Mm, yeah. You know, I got I you know, and that was a big inspiration to connect regarding regarding Namaste with Renee. You know, it was like this is just another way for me to stay proactive in mm. making connection, making connection. And, yeah, you know. Sure. And I, even to that thought too, I just, I really appreciate you sharing that because I think that like with this new way of life, if you will, right. And I know like we're, we're opening things back up, but you see out in the stores, it's not the same. Will it ever, who knows? Um, but maybe it'll be better. That's my hope. And I just, I feel like it is so true, like for everybody listening, if you're like feeling lonely or feeling disconnected or feeling uh, like alone in this, or maybe you live by yourself and like your neighbors aren't coming out or, or you're not comfortable, like find connection via the internet. Like you said, Facebook groups are amazing. You can go on and watch DJ Shine put on his show, which I want you to share with everybody where they can find you by the end of this um, episode today. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, it's so important to stay connected. And like, I love so much what you have said time and time again during this session, um, this episode that you said, like hearing music is like drowning out the noise. And how true is that? It is so true. Like just putting on music and like relating to whatever type of emotion or dancing or feeling out some something uncomfortable or whatever it is for you and just like turning it up and like drowning out what's going on around. And like, we're so influenced now more than ever by what's going on because like we're watching like channels or like, I'm not, I don't watch the news, but like people tell me the important parts of the news. So I'm up to date with things, but like we're hearing and looking for so much outside of us right now that like when we can just turn on a record or like put on like your favorite playlist and just kind of like zone out the world and zone in, it's like super healing and another awesome way to connect to yourself. It is, it's, it's okay. So you talked about the news, right? And yeah. what I've been finding, especially lately, is no matter what your train of thought is, whatever your belief system is, mm -hmm. mostly folks are seeking self-validating channels. So like if I believe A, I'm going to watch news that supports A. Mm -hmm. And if this news supports B, I'm, I'm not even down for that. I'm yeah. not even opening my horizon to that, mm -hmm. even if that could be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean that you are navigating away from your core beliefs, your core thought processes. But I mean, I thought it was always important to have like discourse and be able to expand your mind a little bit. Yeah. So everything you're receiving pretty much is is biased in some way. It has an angle. And yeah. I've always kind of approached things skeptical like that. Right. Yeah. What are the sources? Right. My wife might say, hey, did you see this news article? I'm like, what's the source? Tell me where mm -hmm. it came from. I got to yeah. know. Yeah. to see what the, how that's being potentially spun to me. As it relates to music, none of that is, that, that not, that's just speaking to a core emotion. Yeah. It doesn't care that I believe A or I believe Z or how I feel about this topic or that topic or the madness that's going on in the world, whether I view it positively or negatively. Right. All I know is that's Al Green on the stereo right now. And yeah. he's talking about tired of being alone and I can just vibe 
And, and I mean, it's, yeah. it's personified. Uh, as adults, we're weighed down with stressors, whether it be bills or career, uh, whatever it may be. Um, and I watch my four-year-old ask Google to play the song she loves. And that is where you see that kind of universal translation straight to the emotion of it all. There's just, that is how you or I or any creative or anyone passionate about music, that's how their inner self feels when it's yeah. on, is what uh, she's doing. Yeah. It's dope. I'm it's getting dope. the chills. Yeah, yo. It's been like one of the most rewarding things um, that fatherdom has brought to me mm -hmm. is how I can share music specifically with her and mm -hmm. how she reacts and interacts with it. And mm -hmm. it does give you a stripped down, very clean, very real look mm -hmm. at what I think music is supposed to be doing, you yeah. know? So, yeah. you know, and it just, you know, listen, we're, we're adulting now. So yeah. it's like, we can't avoid those stressors. We can't. It's oh, yeah. what we got to do. Yeah. So that's a nice, it's a nice little outlet. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for that share. That's, that's amazing. I literally got the chills, like feeling that. Um, my eyes start watering too. I'm such a, like a feeler. It's not even funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to share if you wouldn't mind, but Jeff here is back in the day, right? So we didn't even really share with anybody how you and I got connected, but gosh, we're looking at 10 plus years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So, um, he, Jeff was working at jam spot. Um, I'm not That's sure. Correct. You said you're still yeah. associated, right? So, I mean, I was a big cog to that system. Um, yeah. I'm a, I went to Northeastern university. Okay. Uh, I went to study music there okay. and one of Northeastern, one of their, like their claims to fame is their co-op experience. So, hmm. you know, you do six months in the classroom, you do six months in the field okay. and um, Jamspot wasn't even a thing. Um, and it happened to be an idea of a close family friend who was working in Japan, um, making Boku bucks, but was a Boston kid. And so when he came back, he was building this facility and he knew what I was doing. So he brought me along as like the first guy, you know? So while I can't say I had any monetary stake in the business, I feel like I was a very important piece to building the project. We started in Somerville, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, what we call Greater Boston. And shortly thereafter, uh, expanded to a second location in Wakefield, Massachusetts, a little further north. And um, essentially, you know, with the two locations, that became my project. Wakefield, the second location became, you know, my space to, to, to kind of oversee. And um, I can't remember if we ever crossed paths in the Somerville one, but definitely Wakefield, oh, I know for a Wakefield fact. Wakefield we did. And, and I used to walk in there just knowing I was going to see you, like knowing I was going to see you teaching people um, how to DJ and all that stuff. And you taught one of my most favorite people in the whole wide world, my own blooded brother. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I always yes. have fond memories of working with John uh, and, and uh, you know, and, and it was a it was a great space to cultivate art, right? Yes, yes, for sure. You know, while I was 
you know, working the desk, if you will, just managing the location, you know, uh, get to see Renee on a, on a regular basis to come in and be a patron of the location, which was a, a, a rehearsal complex where, you know, just, just through the door, I could hear her belting out, you know, whatever <laughs> hot top 40 yeah. record was going on at the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, and, you know, it was a great space to be able to uh, network a little bit. Again, I'm highly like, that's exactly how John came into my world and, yes. you know, all due to that. And, yeah. um, and, and yeah, then we were fortunate enough to take part in, in, in John's nuptials, you know, yes. and, and, and continue on with uh, some of his in-laws family as well. So yes. it's been, it's, it's been a very fruitful relationship. Our yeah, families, I think. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that I, when I lived with my brother at the time too, um, in my family's home, like once he first started working with you, I felt like I was coming home to a club every day. I was <laughs> loving it. I was like, because he had a room right across the hall from me. So John's in there, like, doing his thing. He's like, my godson. I'd, you know, I'd be taking him back from where we were out and about during the day. And he's going in there watching them and, like, learning, like, the, oh, my gosh. It was so incredible. And I'm like, I miss my brother's, like, um, little club that he had going on down there. So I would go in there and dance. He would be like in the zone. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. And that was thanks yeah. to you. So truly thank you for that, those experiences. That was some John. of my most fun times were running that DJ Academy. Yeah. You know, it was a great opportunity to, you know, um, I always think back like when we were maybe in like elementary school, right? And if you had somebody that wasn't so good at the math homework that night and you could like teach them you didn't do your work, but you could teach them to do their assignment. Mm -hmm. It it was better learning than actually doing the assignment itself. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but like if you could kind of teach it and talk through it, you would work through the logic of the activity of the yeah. exercise. And so for me, it was a great way to also strengthen my craft. So, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of common themes in our conversation today, but there's yes. a duality there. It was definitely serving the individual student. So your brother, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. he had, he wanted to learn the, the, the science behind it. Mm -hmm. and, and I was fortunate enough to be in the space to, to, to show him that, but yeah, there, there's a little bit of self-service there. It strengthened my understanding of what I was doing and, and also helped elevate me. So by helping him, I was helping me. And, yes. and, you know, that's, I think that's a, that's really the definition of selflessness where you can gain from someone else's gain. You would yeah. always want to see them do well because in a way that would help you do well. And I never, I never do, did good with just purely self-serving things, but was appreciative that what I could do did do a little something from the internals. That was nice, yes. you know? And that's like what I always talk about with my clients and I speak a lot on, um, like in this podcast too, is like we, in order to really be able to show up and serve others, whatever your service may be, anything in the world that you feel is your soul's purpose that you are out there doing. If, if you don't have that full cup within, you know, yourself first, right? You want it to be able to overflow. So you're giving from the greatest part of you. If you are only halfway full and you're like trying to serve in that way, like you're giving people halfway type of goods or services. So yeah. it really is so, that's what I always talk about when it comes to purpose. I feel like 
and I think you can relate, like when it comes to purpose, it's like that purpose is automatically filling you up and putting you right into alignment with your well-being, your higher self, inner peace, however you resonate. I say the universe to keep it, you know, universal for people. Um, yeah. Like however you relate to like that higher portion of you, right? You get to have that, that soul connection first, that that uh, full cup so then you can go out there and do for others and that's what I always share with people too like um you know I coach and I come on here and, and share with people on the podcast but like filling yourself up for the very first few minutes of your day is so important however that looks good for you before you go onto your phone and start looking at other people's lives or before you you know have to rush out of the door to maybe get to a workplace or whatever like do something for self first so that you can fill up and then that is what it is that you're talking about like that connection where like it is a self service and that's the way that I personally believe we can show up the best and that we are able to help others in the best way. And that's what I call life purpose. I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, we can find little examples of that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, granted, I'm like in the creative space, but even simple yeah. things like, well, as a vocalist, you know, if you're doing your, your, your audience any type of good, you're going to take 10 minutes to warm up. Yeah. Yes. You're going to take 10 minutes to do some self vocal exercises mm -hmm. before you go in front of the hundred people there that are there to, to see you excel at your skill set, your craft, whatever it might be. Yeah. And I think you're probably doing that group a disservice if you don't take the 10 minutes and do that. Exactly. Right? exactly. So it's like, it's, that's a small analogy, but at the end of the day, I think if you can find ways just like you said, wake up and, you know, find what it is that works for you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it can be. So you can hit that maximum level. And I love that visual of like the overflowing cup. Yes. And that's where your, your circle, those that are in and around your space are able to like capture the good. It's all the extra. Yes. Just it, take it, this, take this, yes, take this, yes, have this. Yes. Yes, you know? exactly. And it just yeah. like keeps filling up your cup. Like you can tell a difference when it's like something you don't like doing, you're like draining it or like something that like you're overflowing. So you're just like mirroring back everything that you're already putting out. And, and that's where I feel that you have such a special talent because with what you do with your music, you auto give that vibe. So you auto like help people reach their heights because they know that you're already in alignment with yourself. Like my brother is a perfect example. He came home like DJing after a few weeks and I was like, dang, I love this. Yeah. And that uh, was it. And, and I try to, I try to take that thought process into, you know, what we're experiencing now nationally mm -hmm. worldwide. Yeah. Um, you know, and I try, I stay very active on social um, and especially find, you know, we're talking about groups, right? You can always find one niche, whatever it is that interests yeah. you most that where, where you can make, you know, if you're in your shell, you can come out. But yeah. so I make sure that I have like a number of avenues across the world wide web to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, scratch a niche. Okay. I want to talk about local DJ stuff. I want to talk mm -hmm. about national DJ stuff. I want to talk about political stuff. I want to talk, whatever it is. I have my yeah. own little space for those things. Yeah. And um, 
you know, in some of the conversations that I've had with DJs nationally, coming out of the lockdown, trying to re return to some sense of normalcy, you know, the overriding thought was, okay, weddings, okay, life's returning, events can start to happen. But when you look at all the little small elements that go into creating an event, the dance floor and the DJ might be one of the last ones where people feel really comfortable getting back to. That was, again, the theory, right? It was like, okay, well, easy enough to have the I do's and the JP and, you know, easy enough to have a bar with, with some, some hors d'oeuvres or some cocktails where you can always maintain a, a level of comfort and confidence yeah. in, in the protocols and whatever guidelines and restrictions are, are in place. But like, dancing, sweating, being with somebody, rocking a party. It's like, that might be the last piece to the puzzle. Yeah. Um, but the thing that makes music the best, and I'm not saying that this, you know, listen, guidelines are guidelines. People need to be respectful of their own sentiment and how they feel about it. But the, the sneaky word is, Yo, my dance floor is rocking because you can't stop it. You yeah. can't control it. You can't try to wrangle it in. It's going to do what it's going to do. Yeah. So, you know, at that point, I was like, you know, I was kind of filled with, you know, a bit of happiness there. A little bit of the silver lining looked mm. real clear and really in focus where it's like, oh, yeah, like you, it, it speaks a, a core language mm. that no matter what you think you you want to be careful you you want to respect the guidelines but all of a sudden it just takes control you know it's yeah. it's soul to soul communication it is it so is soul to soul communication again i got the chills as you're sharing this and that's going to be such a more beautiful and such a more powerful experience now when we get to have those again. I agree. Right? I agree. Everything that we've taken advantage of because what was so normal to our lifestyle, we get to go back into those now and really feel super grateful that like we still have those opportunities or abilities or we can go out and meet people, you know, at a venue again now or like maybe you're a prospect and you're watching a band and now you're going to give them like a really good tip because you know like, wow, I've really missed live music or yeah. live DJ or whatever. That's you right. Know. So That's I'm right. excited to, to watch that part unfold as we move through this. Yeah. Me too. So because, you me... know, people, people are reestablishing their value system. Mm, when I everything gets that. taken away, yes. you now can start to see like, I only see my whole family like this mm. at weddings and then the opposite yes funerals yes. like there aren't enough of these chances yeah. i think it's worth the risk isn't you know what i mean it's kind of this weird visceral feeling yes isn't that the truth wow i didn't think of it like that and i love that you know so it's like yeah i'm gonna shake my ass with my family <laughs> because there aren't there's not nearly enough opportunities to do that. You know, I hear conversations of like, especially, okay, so we rewind a year, you know, I've been to like 12 weddings this summer. I've been, you know, I understand you can kind of get a little burnt out. I, I totally dig it. But now that it's been totally stripped, mm. I would be, I, I mean, I'd be like, I went to 15 weddings this year, you know what I mean? Like I'd be feeling on another level turned up, you know? 
Yes, yeah, so. exactly. And like, maybe if you're like a shy person to get out on the dance floor, you're just like leaving your shoes behind. You're like, here I am ready to dance because I know what it's like to not be able to have this ability. And that's it, right. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited for where things are going. And, you know, we're still walk, walking through rough times and my heart goes out to everybody, everybody. And um, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think so, too. So tell us where we can find you and also what services are you willing to share with everybody here on the podcast so people can be in touch? Sure. You know, for us, we, uh, we've always been at our core DJs, mm. DJs for small functions, big functions, indoor, outdoor, you know, pandemic, non-pandemic. ECF Entertainment is my company. East Coast Finest. ECF Entertainment. If you're watching, you can see I I came branded up a little bit. ECFEntertainment.com is the easiest way to learn more about what we can help you achieve. Um, Musically, visually, um, and planning-wise, we have a lot of opportunities for folks to come into our sphere and you know, kind of like a a one space where they can get a lot done. We want to be able to help you in a complete and complex way. Um, But beyond that, obviously, there's folks that are, um, you know, if you wanted to connect with us on social, um, Instagram and Twitter is ECFDJS, ECFDJs. Um, And on Facebook, we can be found at facebook.com forward slash ECF entertainment. But Given the fact that we're all still, you know, locked down for the most part, not having the same opportunities to enjoy live music, go dancing, take a night off, we've been performing at a a unique URL, and that's at uh, www.ecfdjs.live. Pretty easy to remember. ecfdjs.live. Five. We set up the, the unique website to make it easy to remember. Oh, we want the ECF DJs and we want them live. So yeah. ECFDJs.live and uh, it's a totally free platform. Um, and uh, we're able to handle all of our uh, copyright licensing. So you never have to worry about showing up to a performance of mine and uh, 15 minutes in getting uh, disconnected. Um, you can always, uh, you can enjoy it without interruption and be able to get down uh, with the vibes that we're casting for that, that that particular evening. We've been having themed nights, so that's been fun. I I recently completed like uh, a throwback high school four weeks. So like the first week was an, an hour and a half of um, music from the summer of 1998 to the summer of 1999. That was my freshman year of high school, you know? And then each year, sophomore, junior, senior year, my business partner, he's doing the same thing. Um, so we're always trying to come up with cool and engaging ways to keep you watching. But ecfdjs.live is definitely the space to watch uh, for awesome footage. We're putting out flyers on Facebook and Instagram, so definitely check there for the next performance. Yes, awesome. I was going to ask, like, when is the next um, performance coming? But you have, um, everybody can just go to your Instagram or Facebook and it will, it will show. That's and correct. And yeah, awesome. I, w- I will say knowing podcasts have like kind of a timeless entity, right? And we're yeah. in this little capsule, you mm-hmm. know, it, 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 I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, it's, it's June 10, 
2020 and beyond the pandemic, the, the climate that we're currently in, um, you know, in our opinion, it demanded respect and proper attention. We did not want to um, deter people from the important things that are happening currently. Mm. So, you know, we have made sure out of respect to, to just kind of put the brakes on that, but we'll be, you know, we're, we're game planning and, and, and cooking up ideas for our return that will be shortly. But, you know, I, I, I think it was worthy of mention, you know, we haven't put out a flyer that, that was purposeful. You know, we, we, we haven't been pushing our art so overtly to detract or distract from some of the important things that are going on, you know, globally at this point beyond just the pandemic. So, um, you know, but know that we're cooking up good stuff on this end, ready, ready to come back into full action. I can't wait to have people join us on that ecfdjs.live platform. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of your information with us, for sharing your insight on where things are at today and how you see things growing um, behind the scenes so we all get to enjoy that um, when, you're, when you're back and uh, spread some more good vibes because that's what that's what we like to do here in this podcast and really help people find the love within themselves so they can really go outwardly and, and love each other and love the world and just have this sense of inner peace and guidance and authenticity to be them. So. And, and I want to reciprocate that love because I know that's what you're doing daily. So I encourage anybody listening to this episode, um, maybe the topic caught your eye and this is your first exposure to the podcast, subscribe, um, check out all the episodes, go back, whether it's guests or solo, fly in the show alone, Renee, you've been killing it, doing an amazing job, just yeah. bringing a lot of light and positivity to everything. Um, so regardless, like I say, pandemic or not, this is something you need in your life. I encourage everybody to subscribe and make sure you're staying up to speed with the, the latest episodes. Oh, thank you so much for that, Jeff. I appreciate that so much. Of course. Thank you so much for the time and the platform to just talk about something I really enjoy talking about. Yes. And awesome. I could feel and sense your energy being so passionate for what you do and let this be a light for you, for all the listeners out there. Find your passion. If you don't know what it is yet, go discover it and go do it and live the life that you came here to live because every single person in the world, I truly believe, comes here with a gift and nobody else can bring that gift other than them. So bring it out to the world, let your light shine, and we will definitely be seeing you again in another episode of Namaste with Renee. Namaste, everybody. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being here. You are a bright, shining light. And I look forward to continuing our connection as life goes on. <laughs> Namaste, Renee. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you.